From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. A Columbus police officer has been fired from his job in connection with the deadly shooting of an unarmed black man a week ago. Lacey Crisp has more. Columbus police officer Adam Coy had the chance to speak for himself and try to keep his job. He chose not to show up. The hearing was held in front of Public Safety Director Ned Pettis and leaders of the Fraternal Order of Police. Columbus Police Chief Thomas Quinlan bypassed a meeting in the chief's office and directly recommended the safety director fire Coy after the 19-year veteran shot and killed Andre Hill December 20. Second, Hill was in her garage with a cell phone in one hand when Coy shot Hill. Coy did not turn on his body camera until after the shooting and did not render aid to Hill for several minutes. In Columbus, Lacey Crisp. Coming off of the Christmas holiday weekend, COVID-19 cases are dropping below the average, at least for the moment. Brittany Bailey has the details. The Ohio Department of Health reports more than 4,500 new cases, 290 new hospitalizations, and 62 new deaths. We saw half as many cases as we did on Christmas Eve, but part of that is because of fewer tests than normal during the holiday weekend. Our positivity rate is still dropping. It now sits at 12.6%. And when we look at our 14-day moving average, we are seeing a recent decline, but health officials are worried that we will see a post-Christmas surge in the coming weeks. I'm Brittany Bailey. The Ohio Supreme Court has issued an order stopping Ohio electric utilities from collecting a monthly fee tied to the state's largest ever bribery scandal that would subsidize two nuclear power plants. Chief Justice Maureen O'Connor signed the temporary stay yesterday. Federal investigators say then-Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder led an effort secretly funded by First Energy Corporation to win approval of the bill known as House Bill 6. Authorities also say the company funded a campaign to block a ballot initiative aimed at repealing the bill. A wholly owned First Energy subsidiary operated the plant at the time. A Franklin County judge last week issued a preliminary injunction to stop collection of the subsidies. The fate of an increased stimulus check for eligible Americans is now in the hands of the U.S. Senate. It's unclear on whether the Senate will even take up the measure today to provide more money in stimulus checks. The House voted yesterday to approve $2,000 checks for most Americans. That bill would increase the stimulus money from $600 under the current legislation signed by President Donald Trump on Sunday night. The extra money is backed by Trump, but the Senate has not said whether or not it will bring it to a vote. Small business owners say the nearly $300 billion set aside for forgivable loans in the newest stimulus package will go a long way to saving their businesses. Angela Ann has more. This is a second round of loans that will restart the Paycheck Protection Program, which ended back in August. We spoke with the co-owner of Wolf's Ridge Brewing in Columbus. Alan Suter told us that this is going to be a lifeline to his business and many others. This is going to help us to continue to squeak along. The longer we... uh, businesses like ours have to squeak along, the more difficult the recovery is going to be. Once the vaccines really start getting out, it can be a fairly rapid recovery. I'm Angela Ann. A traffic stop on a suspicious vehicle turned into an unusual drug bust in Geauga County. ONN's Michael Kelly reports. Geauga Sheriff's deputies say the 29-year-old Eddie Crenshaw III of Cleveland had 27 grams of heroin hidden inside his body when they pulled him over in Thompson Township on December 15th. They also found a loaded 9mm handgun, marijuana, and other paraphernalia at the scene. Records show Crenshaw, already on parole for a prior robbery conviction, now faces a third-degree felony weapons under disability charge. 
charge, with more likely on the way. He was freed on $25,000 bond two days before Christmas. A preliminary hearing is slated for January 6th in Chardon Muni Court. Michael Kelly, ONN News. And the Ohio State Buckeyes college football playoff bowl game against the Clemson Tigers is just three days away. Angela Ann has more with Buckeyes head coach Ryan Day. Well, you probably remember it was around this time last year when OSU lost to Clemson in the Fiesta Bowl. Might be another challenging game this year for the Bucks, but the team remains hopeful. Head coach Ryan Day says he wants nothing more than for his team to have a reward at the end of this season, especially after all the sacrifices they had to make because of COVID. This is more about our culture and our team, and uh, I really would love for these guys to have something at the end of the season, a big ring to show for everything they've done because they've sacrificed so much. I'm Angela Ann. Special thanks to affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 